0: Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you live your healthiest and leanest life on a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. This is where you'll learn how to thrive on plants, disease-proof your body, and unlock your true inner potential. I am your host, Lucky Seawine, and let's get into the show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the top five belief systems and mindsets that would be limiting you in 2022 and be limiting your growth. All right, so I have five things here that I want to go over with you that you potentially may be doing to yourself, a belief that you potentially have, and I want to help you break it down and identify why it's not serving you, maybe identify that you do have this belief system, right? So the number one belief system is that you failed in the past and therefore you're probably going to be failing again this is a a belief that I encounter often uh, in people's transformation, the majority of the time it shows up as I'm just not going to try. Therefore, I can't fail. But therefore, you can't accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Right? So what I want to invite you to do if that is your belief that for example, for fat loss, you've tried losing weight before, maybe you've lost it and then put it back on after. And you develop this belief about yourself that like, hey, I can lose the weight or I can't lose the weight because I tried multiple times and for so many years and i always end up in the same position. One thing I want you to factor in is that potentially you didn't have the right guidance and mentorship to guide you as to to how to not put the weight back on after, right? AKA reverse dieting. But I also want you to shift your perspective on those previous experiences to now you know what doesn't work. Every attempt, every failed attempt is an opportunity for you to learn and understand of like, okay, I've tried this path. This didn't work. I've tried this path multiple times and this doesn't work, right? That's what's very important for you to remember from all of this is you've tried different paths that didn't work and therefore you can try something else until you find the right way to hit that goal, okay? So there are only learning opportunities. Failure is not the end of your journey. It is just a learning opportunity. Sorry, getting a ton of text messages as we're recording this podcast. It is just a learning opportunity, right? So Yeah, you've tried five different times. You've tried for the past 10 years. That's okay. Do something different this time. If you've always tried to lose the weight on your own, if you always try to do like 30-day challenges, 60-day challenges, $100 $100 PDF workouts, and it didn't work out for you, try something differently. Maybe all you need is slightly more guidance and accountability, Whether there's program like the one that I've built with the fit vegan blueprint program, where we check in with our members on a weekly basis on a monthly basis, we have uh, five group call uh, video group calls a week, there's a lot of support, maybe that would be something that would be helpful to you. And if you tried that, and it didn't work for you that we need to look at your commitment to your transformation, which is another point I'm going to touch on later on. But the number one, belief system that I see is that I've tried and failed in the past and therefore I'm probably going to be failing again. So if you go in with a transformation with the mindset of like, I'm probably going to fail this one as well, you won't give it your all. And if you don't give it your all, then you're going to fail the transformation, right? So you can see how it can be limiting in itself. What I invite you to do is to just reconsider that those are all learning opportunities. And I invite you to sit down and think, okay, here's what I did in the past. How can I do something different from that? Because it obviously didn't work out for me, right? So looking for a mentor, a coach, guidance that would allow you to do it in a different way, someone that has a proven system, right? We've helped over 100 people complete their reverse dieting and maintain their new body. So whether they've lost 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, they were able to eat 1,000 calories on top of what they were normally eating to maintain their new body. And that's how you secure your fat loss is by increasing your metabolism, Post-transformation, right? That is a number one belief. The second one is that you are motivated instead of committed. So that is a huge one that I see too often, especially at around this time of the year, right? It's New Year's resolution. Everyone is very motivated and driven to accomplish the goals that they've set for themselves. So here's the difference between being motivated and committed. Motivation is very emotion-based commitment is not emotion based. And here's why that's important, because some days you're going to wake up and the emotions won't be there to drive you to do the actions that you need to do in order to accomplish your goal for aka going to the gym, eating the healthy food, preparing your food, right? So if you are motivated, and the emotion isn't there, then you're not motivated by definition and you won't do the things that you're supposed to be doing. Now, when you are committed, it means that you show up regardless of the emotions, right? You show up regardless of whether you want to or not because you are committed to the outcome and therefore you need to do those steps in order to to hit that outcome, right? So when you set a goal for yourself, you want to kickstart your transformation, whatever it may be, tell yourself and go inwards and identify, am I ready to be committed to this? Am I ready to show up when I'm tired, when I had a stressful day at work, when I don't want to work out, when I had an argument with my partner, and I need to go to the gym, and I just want to go turn around and eat ice cream? Are you committed to doing the right thing the majority of the time, not 100% of the time, right? It's not always going to be perfect. But the majority of the time, are you willing to make and do the actions that are necessary in order for you to reach your goal, right? So a big belief system that people have is that I'll do it when I'm motivated. Well, motivation comes and goes. You need to be committed to the outcome and that's what's going to allow you to show up 90% plus of the time. And that's what's going to allow you to compound your actions, right? Consistency compounds. If you can compound your actions, eventually you get to your goal. Motivation, you don't get enough of a bigger percentage of show up rate in order to have that compounding effect. And if you do, it'll take you 10 times as long versus if you are committed. So the third mindset, Uh, and belief system that I see often in people is that they think that they don't deserve it. And that comes that shows up as self sabotage in the in the transformational journey, right? So we have members crushing their transformation, right? Their goal is to lose, for example, 40 pounds, and they're at the 35 pound mark. And then what happens is they're like, I'm at 35 pounds, it's kind of good already. I kind of already feel good. Do I need to keep going through this, you know, ishy, painful process to lose those last five pounds? I can kind of just enjoy my, my life right now and relax because I'm really close to my goal. Right. And that happens for multiple reasons. One of them. And and why I hate that that happens is because setting a goal for yourself is like telling yourself, you're going to run a 10 K race. Like when you get to nine kilometers, you don't go like, Oh, well I'm really close to the finish line. I'm just, going to stop running now. I kind of completed the race. You didn't. You can't move the finish line closer than the goal that you've set for yourself. right? So that's what happens with people often when they get close to your goal, they just move the finish line. They're like, "Ah, yes, great. I get to relax and I get to not do this process anymore. right?" So you don't get to move the finish line earlier. So um, when they say they don't deserve it, that's the other component. And that's the other component that people never talk about when it comes to dealing with success. I'll just use me as an example, because I know me best in my story. There was big goals that I wanted to accomplish in my life in terms of what I wanted to build financial goals and kind of how I wanted to live my life. And I got there over the past two years. And then the stress of how do I deal with this level of success? This is not something like I set the goal. I didn't like I didn't necessarily I wanted to be there, but I didn't necessarily think that I could get there. And now that I'm there, it's like, How do I deal with this success? How do I deal with having what I want? It's actually really uncomfortable. And it's something that people don't really think of. So if you set the goal of losing 30 to 40 pounds and you get it, you're like, oh shit, like I got it. (laughs) I lost the weight. Right. And then there's other things that come into play. Like, well, what happens if I put the weight back on? Now everyone's seen me as this fit person. And if I put the weight back on and I show up in public, like people are going to think certain things. Right. There's a lot of things that come into your mind once you reach that level of success. And it tends to be scary for people as they get closer to it. And there, then they start self sabotaging. Right. They start reverting back to their old ways because they don't want people to see them as this high standard. Again, there's different scenarios of this, but see them like as this high standard, like, oh, you're the fit and healthy person now. And if you revert back to your old ways, it's scary to deal with people's perception, All right? The, the other part to that is success is very boring, right? There's a coach. I was coaching Olympic athletes, and I believe it's in Tim Grover's book um, where he mentions the person that's going to be the most successful is the person that can endure the most amount of boredom for the longest period of time is very repetitive to achieve success. You prep your food, you eat the right food, you do your workout, you go to bed on time. Very straightforward. There's no magical thing. It's not entertaining. It's not going to change all the time. Like we're going to change up your workout every four weeks. If you join our program, we change your meal plan, you know, every two weeks and everything like, We'll create that kind of little entertainment with change of nutrition and training. But in terms of actions, it's very repetitive. And we have a ton of our members. Like, for example, Darcy, I think like two or three podcasts ago, there was at one point he was like, this is boring now. I'm like, it's supposed to be boring. Like, that's what success is. You just, it's repetitive action. There's no secret sauce or magical thing you can do. You just got to take repetitive action in the right direction and then you get to your goal. And that's why Darcy was so successful in his transformations. Also over 40 pounds, reverse dieted, eating eating like around 2,700 calories to maintain his new body, right? Success is very repetitive. So a reason why people would self-sabotage is because it's so boring that they're going to self-sabotage so that they have something to entertain themselves with. They're willing to shoot themselves in the foot just to be entertained, right? So that is one of the reasons why self-sabotage comes in. Self-sabotage is very interesting, and there's multiple reasons why people do it, but the big one is that people don't think that they deserve it. Like, who am I to be fit and healthy? Who am I to feel confident? Who am I to be happy? Who am I to feel energetic? For some reason, we don't think that we deserve to feel like that, when the truth is, is we all deserve to feel like that. Why wouldn't you deserve to feel like that? And because it's so new, to have this new body, to fit in your clothes the way you've always wanted to, to be the hot person at the beach, to fit in your clothes, to have tons of energy. We don't know how to deal with that. And therefore it is the unknown. And we know how to be chunky and uncomfortable and not have a lot of energy. Like we are familiar with that. And what happens is some people, because they don't know how to deal with having a ton of energy and feeling confident and hot, they just revert back to being chunky and low energy because they know how to deal with it. it. It is their comfort zone. And this new level of success that they've always wanted is the unknown, is outside of their comfort zone because humans love comfort zone. A lot of people will self-sabotage to revert back to that comfort zone, right? So what I invite you to do is that whatever, whenever you step outside of your comfort zone, if you stay there long enough, it becomes your comfort zone. So that's what we do with our members. Once they get closer to their goal, we pay extra attention to them because we know that self-sabotage is very real and happens very often. We make sure that we allow them to stay there long enough until it becomes their new comfort zone and then they're used to their new body, their success and their energy. Right. So that would be the third belief system, which is that you think that you don't deserve it, but you actually do. Right. The fourth belief, and that is for those people that are trying to do it on their own, is that you don't know how to. You don't know how to thrive on plants. You don't know how to eat high carb and lose fat. You don't know how to transform your body. You don't know how to lose the weight and keep it off, and keep it off after. You don't know how to speed up your metabolism. So here's what I have to say to that. Someone somewhere knows how to do it, right? AKA in this scenario, it's me. I've done it over 330 times with our members, been over 100 plus reverse dietings with people that allowed them to maintain their new body, speed up their metabolism. I know exactly. If there's one area that I'm an expert in life, it's that. I'm really freaking good at it. right? So the I don't know how to is preventing a lot of people because here's what happened. We tend to go on a search to have all the information in place before we take action. And it's very limiting because the truth is you'll never have all the information that you think that you need in order to start taking action. right? I don't know if you guys have done that. I'm an over analytical person and I used to be my issue way back in the day. It was like, okay, I want to do this thing. Let me just learn everything I can about this specific topic. But when you think about it, there's people that spend their life studying specific topics and they still don't know everything about that topic, right? Just grab like water, for for example, right? I have friends that have spent like 15 years of their life studying the water molecule. It's pretty amazing. The stuff that he was sharing with me, I was like, I was mind blown. It's actually really incredible. 15 years of his life studying water. So now talking about knowing everything that you need to know for transformation, how many years do you think it's going to take you to do all this? I, you know, I've been in fitness for over... Uh, How long? For over 16 years at this and that I've been studying, practicing, going through my own transformation, helping people go through their own transformation over 16 years. And I'm still learning. The more I learn, the more I realize that I know that I need to keep learning more. Right. The more I learn, I'm like, holy shit, I don't know anything because every time I learn something new, there's a new door that opens up with new knowledge, new information, a different perspective. There's so much to learn. So when it comes to like transformation specifically for vegans, I'm a master at that, but I'm still learning because there's new studies coming out. They're always doing no research. So for you to wait to have all the information is very unrealistic. That means you'll actually never be taking action. And that in and of itself is a form of procrastination. That's why I'm a big fan of taking imperfect action. So the belief of you don't know how to do it, and therefore I'm going to acquire all the information before I take action is very limiting. It's a self, it's a form of um, procrastination. So, I invite you to do is find someone that knows how to do it, right? Obviously, and I've been upfront about this. I invest over six figures a year in coaches, in mentors, because there's certain things that I want to accomplish in my life, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna take the time to read 2,000 books to get acquire all that knowledge. I'm going to hire someone that has done it, that has a track record of how to do it. And I'm just gonna ask them questions. I'm like, awesome. Hey, here's what I want to accomplish. How do I I get there? Like, awesome. Here's step one, two, three, four, five, six. Awesome. I go back on my own. I do step one, two, three, four, five, six. I go back to them. Awesome. They're all done. What's the next step? And then they tell me what to do. That's so much easier for me to get to where I want to than for me to go out and read 2,000 books and then trying to figure out the blueprint and then make a bunch of mistakes of like trying to go left. Like, oh, actually, I was supposed to go right at this opportunity. And then I go right and it's like, do I go left or right here? And I go left now. I was supposed to go right again. I'd rather just hire someone, invest in myself, invest in a mentor and a coach. And he's like, okay, here's what you need to do. Because he's done all the stupid mistakes. He's lost all the money making some bad investments. I can just go to them. They tell me, don't do this. I lost all the money. This didn't work. Do this instead. It saves me time. It saves me money. It's so much easier. That's why I'm a big fan of coaches and that's why I invest over six figures in coaches per year. For those people that are gonna be upset at the fact that I'm, a, that I'm investing six figures in myself, I didn't start that way. I went to the library and I rented books and I rented books and I learned and then I made more money and then I bought the books. And when I had enough money from buying the books and I learned new stuff and then I paid for coaches and I made more money and then I hired bigger coaches and I just kept progressing up. So I didn't get there. I started by renting books at the library. So whatever that looks like for you, if you don't have the opportunity to invest in a program with myself right now, start with what you have, build your way up, right? And that's because that's how I did it, right? You start with where you're at and you build all the way up. So now the last belief that is limiting people is that I am not patient. So many impatient people in this world. And I'll be honest, I am one of them. But here's the thing though, about impatience, about being patient and patience, It's very interesting because people will take fast track actions, in the hopes of getting a result in 30 days, for example, for fat loss. I want to lose 20 pounds in 30 days, right? Very unhealthy. I highly don't recommend you do that. They're gonna use drastic approach to lose those 20 pounds in 30 days. And when the 30 days is done, the methods that they've used to lose the 20 pounds were so drastic and unsustainable That they can't sustain them past the 30 days and therefore they're going to revert back to their old ways because they didn't take the time to build the necessary habits and decision-making skills to keep the weight off and continue on their progression because all they did was extreme measures. Extreme measures bring extreme disappointment, right? One of my mentors told me that. Extreme measures bring extreme disappointment. So the thing with taking these fast track actions, like I'm trying to lose 20 pounds in 30 days, and then they try it and then they put it back on after. And then they try to do another 30 day program. I'll lose 30 pounds in a I'm going to do a juice fan. I'm going to do whatever it is. The thing is, you're constantly losing the weight, put it back on, losing the weight, put it back on, losing the weight, put it back on. losing. You do that for a year. If you come for a year with me, I can make you lose over 60 pounds. Right. And I can get you to keep it off extremely easily. I can make you eat more food. So who's actually ahead? The person that went for like trying to do fast action, 30 day program, 60 day program, little PDF online, or the person that did it right, that took the time to build those habits, those decision making skills, and that did a reverse diet that can now eat more food than they were originally before they started the program in order to maintain their freaking 60 pound fat loss. Who wins? At the end of the day, time keeps moving forward. The clock doesn't stop because you want to reach a goal. It just keeps moving forward. So you might as well do it right and the right way. So that you don't lose time in trying to do those like little fast hacks, little fat burning pills and whatever magical potion you think you need to drink to transform your body. Just do it right the first time. It's going to save you so much time. right? The analogy that I like to use for being impatient is, uh, you know, when you're in a hurry and you get into your car and you just yank that seatbelt and you pull on it and it gets stuck. And then you're like, you're trying to pull on it really fast. You're trying to tie your belt, uh, your seatbelt and it goes tack, 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 and it keeps locking and you, keep, you can't tie it. And eventually you're just like... Oh, okay, you go back slowly and then you pull it back slowly and then you tie your belt. If you would have done that the first time, it would have been so much faster than you yanking on your seatbelt a bunch of time to try to tie it. That's how you should approach life and your goals. Take your time, <sighs> attach a seatbelt. Don't just go yanking on that shit. It's going to take you so much longer and it's going to require so much effort out of you and you're going to lose time because time keeps moving forward and it doesn't wait for you and it doesn't care what tactic you use. It doesn't care what your goal is. Time keeps progressing forward. If you look at your watch, the time keeps progressing all the time, right? It doesn't stop for anything. So you might as well do it right the first time. So guys, those are the top five beliefs that will be limiting your growth in 2022. And I want you to pay attention to them. So I'm just going to repeat them. You failed in the past and you probably think that you will again. Don't enter with that mentality. Use them as learning opportunities. The second one is that you are motivated instead of being committed. Committed will allow you to show up regardless of how you feel. Motivation will only be based on your emotions and whether you feel like it. The third one is that you think that you don't deserve it when you actually do. And that's when we talked about self-sabotage. The fourth one is that you don't know how to. Someone knows how to just hire that person. Hi, go, go read that book, buy that course, whatever you need to do. Someone knows how to do it. Someone's done what you want to do. You don't need to reinvent the wheel and trying to figure out just find that person. And the last one is that you're not being patient, but being patient is actually costing you more time and money than if you were to be patient in the first place. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, be sure to leave it a a five-star review. And also let me know, guys, you can reach out to me on Instagram. There's a link down below and ask me any questions of topics that you'd like covered on the podcast. I'm always looking to expand what we're talking about. Obviously, fitness, nutrition, and mindset is the theme because I wanna help people get lean, thrive, and disease-proof their bodies. I wanna help 6,000 people Get lean thrive and disease prove their body by 2033. So if you're interested in transforming your body, you resonate with what I shared with you. And you're interested in learning how to properly fuel your body on a high carb whole food plant based lifestyle, how to build sustainable habits, how to shift your mindset, how to develop decision making skills that are going to allow you to keep the weight off after and speed up your metabolism post transformation. There's a link down below where um, you can head over basically to fitvegan.ca, you can see some of the amazing transformations our members have had, what they have to say about the program, there's an opportunity for you to apply. Um, spots are limited because it is new year's resolution right now. And a lot of people have been joining the program. So we are limited as to how many people we can take on, but I invite you to fill out the application form on there. That way we have your information and you know, worst comes to worst, you added to, to the waiting list, but be sure to answer on there. If you have any questions, so if you reach out to me on Instagram and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucky Siguain and on YouTube at Fit Vegan. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.